Now, I don't wear the white makeup and the, the red nose or anything like that, but I'm still a clown. I love to infuse comedy as much as, you know, I think I'm funny, but, you know, so I, I try to infuse comedy into things. I like to bring the party to a business because, you know, when we are working so hard on our business, we sometimes forget that it, we're doing this because we want to have a better life. We want to have fun. If we wanted to just have a job, we'd go get a job, right? Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Today's show is brought to you by How Do I Create a Podcast.com. Want to create your very own podcast to promote you and your business? Learn how you can become a rock star podcaster in 30 days or less. Just visit How Do I Create a Podcast.com. That's How Do I Create a Podcast.com. Oh, welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, your expert authority, business coach, podcast coach, you know, YouTube coach, uh, TikToker, you name it. When it comes to media, I am your girl, your, your, your burl, your boy girl, whatever, uh, gender nonconforming. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome. I, this show. It, OK, if you if you have a drink. Uh, it could be coffee. It could be vodka, whatever, wherever you're, whatever time you're listening to this, just pour yourself one and just strap in because today's show is going to be fantastic. I've been really looking forward to this um, and, uh, and, and it's happening now. So uh, my guest today is the phenomenal, uh, what I, the radical profit fairy who is Heather Zeitzwolf. She, you know what? This lady epitomizes just about everything that I try to convey to my clients about being unique, you, you unique, being you unique, uh, your brand is you, right? But also using all these tools that you have at your disposal, podcasting, uh, uh, social media, the TikToks and reels and all of that. And I just, I came across her and I said, she's got to come on the show. So Heather Zeitzwolf. Thank you so much for coming on out of the box with Christine. Thank you. I, I love I love this. I've got my stay weird shirt on. I'm I'm as out of the box as you can get. So <laughs> I, I don't even think I could fit in the box. Well, that's that's why I had to have you on. And and I wore my special glasses for you. Normally they're they're black. For those of you who are listening uh, on the audio podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. But if you want to watch our conversation, you can go to YouTube and check out the show there at Out of the Box with Christine. But I have my special red flare glasses on for you. Um, and I don't do that very often. But the radical profit fairy. <laughs> Tell us a bit about that because you your your profession is something that maybe not a lot of people would go, yay, that sounds like such interesting stuff, but you make it interesting. You make it fun. I hope so. Thank you very much. Yes. You know, when I meet people and I tell them I'm a CPA, 
if they're not seeing me visually, they're like, okay. But if they see me, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. That just like is kind of disruptive because I'm, I'm not like, you know, your butt down guy with the tie and, you know, and the calculator and the all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I break the mold. But I have to tell you that there are other wacky accountants out there. I have met them. So I'm not the only one, but I might be one of the few with pink hair and it calls myself the radical profit fairy. But yes, I got to make this stuff fun because business owners do not want to even think about the financial side of business. They just want to think about all the fun stuff like doing marketing and reels and all that stuff. And yeah, they don't want to even think about money. And I work with a lot of creatives and it's just like they're like spreadsheets. Oh, God, no. Well, and and uh, we were having a conversation before I hit the record button. We uh, we were having conversation about the fact that, especially solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, creatives, life coaches, well, you know, wellness coaches, thought leaders, all these people, they're they're very talented, right? And they have all this beautiful wisdom and and skills to share with the world. But when it comes to taxes and when it comes to the finances. They're like, ah, you know, it's you could hear that 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 screeching car and then a bit of a crash because it's it's something that we're also not taught when we're young. We're we're like, exactly. oh, avoid that. Or we witness our parents fighting over, you know, the shoebox comes out of the closet with the receipts and everybody's all stressed in the household. Um, we're not taught to embrace that. And I have a little um, a nifty little thing and you can use it if you like. What I do oh, is okay. when, it, when it's that time of the year, it's like the time of the month, when it's that time of the year, what I do is instead of saying, I have to pay taxes, and as so many people say, ah, I've got to pay my taxes, I say, I get to pay my taxes. And my friends go, what? And I said, be, well, if, if I didn't make any money, I wouldn't be paying any taxes but I make money. <laughs> so I get to pay taxes because I've made money. And so it just flips the script a little bit. Does that make sense? Yes, exactly. I mean, it is a good thing if you have to pay taxes. I mean, yes, there are ways of reducing how much tax that you have to pay and all those types of things or strategies around that. But it means that your business is actually making money if you are paying taxes. Yes. And yes. Uh, and I my method is I set it and forget it. So I figure out what I'm going to owe for the year and I set things up. I'm in America, so I set it up through the IRS and I set it up through my state and the money just comes directly out of my bank account and I don't even have to think about it. So that's like one less stress I have to deal with. And but a lot of people, yes, it's like that quarterly thing. They're like, "Oh my god, I got to pay taxes and it's so stressful." And another thing is, too, is, well, back in the olden days when I would um, do my tax thing and I'd have to send my payment um, because I would always file for an extension, by the way. <laughs> I was not going to be like everybody else. And April 15th, I was like, that's not for me. I'm going to push it back because I need to. But when I um, this was in the olden days when you would write a check and I would write a check mm -hmm. to the uh, to the IRS and I would say uh, in the memo section, I would say, please use this money for good uh, and peaceful purposes, knowing that still like 70 cents of the dollar goes to military and war and everything. But but I was like, I, I just wanted to bless the money 
as it was leaving, you know, um, and hopefully maybe there's some little bean counter in the, in the IRS who's going to see this note and go, yes, we should do that. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Yes, I, I, you know, I wish, I wish that was, um, yeah, I wish that was the reality. But you set your intention, so maybe you sent it out into the universe. But you know, I'm, I'm a vegan, and so I have a lot of like my my clients are very um, ethical. There, a lot of them are environmentalists. I live in Portland, Oregon. That's very important. And you know, I meet people sometimes, and they're like, I don't want to file taxes because you know I don't want the money going towards military. And I totally understand that. But at the same time, you don't want to go to jail. You know, so no, I don't look that. good in orange. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about because we, you know, one of the things that I mentioned when I introduced you is that um, I love I love your the branding. I love your branding, and I hate to even use the word branding because it's just you. But I love that you bring you out into the world and to to let people know, of course, what it is that you do. And it's not just you don't just do people's taxes you do much more than that don't you yes so i uh, well i also offer bookkeeping services as well but i also have a business incubator so i really love to get it all up in people's business you know and you know just if you're just looking at your business finances at tax time it is just way too late so I like to be able to help people throughout the year and so i put together this incubator so that i could help clients all the way through the year with their business, not only with finance, but also working on goals and strategies, because really everything comes down to making money in your business. I mean, wh what your offers are, your pricing, your sales, generating leads, all your marketing, like it all really comes down to um, helping you generate that net profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm helping them all through the year and it's really great. And, you know, I wanted to have something where people couldn't afford my higher level services that I was able to offer something at a lower price so they could still have access to me. So so that's what I've been doing. And, I'm, and that's under get radical with your business. Love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I I also I'm the same way because I well, because I think that there's a lot of talent out there and maybe they don't have the resources to do a big, huge, massive program with me. So I also offer I have those entry level uh, type things. And I do a lot of free workshops, online uh, workshops and masterclasses and things like that. And even though it is it is a, a lot of my time and I'm sharing my brain power and all of that, um, it's a great way to bring in people who want to have an appetizer. Uh, they, they don't they're like, I think I like her. I think she's she looks good on paper, right? She looks good on paper. She's got all this stuff, a best-selling book. And, you know, she's been doing this for 25 years. And okay, but I'm not certain yet. And so those opportunities that when you offer something for free, when people come in, then they can get a taste of you and they can go, oh, I like her personality. Or I really, I think she's, this is someone who can keep me accountable. That's a big part of it as well, isn't it? It's totally yes. And I offer free workshops every month as well. And I sometimes have networking meetings and um, other kinds kinds of meetups. And it's so much fun, especially if you're in podcasting, because I, I have a podcast as well. Uh, truth be told, I'm right now I'm doubling down on reels. So I'm not um, focused on my podcast right right now. Um, you know, you have to choose your battles in life. I love podcasting. 
But with podcasting, you know, we don't see the audience. And so it's great as a podcaster to invite people that are in your audience to something and get to see them and get to know them and chat with them and find out what, what they need from you and want and all those things. So um, I love doing meetups like that. And you never know who's, you know, you never know who's watching you. You never know who's listening to your podcast. You never know who's reading your article or your blog or, you know, I I remember a, a time when I was writing for America Online and it, this was when America Online was it. That was it. It's that horrible sounding <laughs> screeching. If you've got mail and you'd get the disc, you'd always yeah, get the, you'd disc, go get in the, the disc. And um, and that was it. It was AOL, AOL was it. And it was back in the day when actually when America Online had their uh, all of their content was created by people that were actually in the industry. Right. It wasn't this big mm. Time Warner machine thing, but it mm -hmm. was like, you know, sports writers were writing the sports section and um, and entertainment writers were writing the entertainment columns and things like that. And I had a column um, called The Daily Fix. And it was very popular. It was in the entertainment channel, like super popular. And I wrote through a cartoon character. I did not write through Christine Blasdell. I wrote through a cartoon character called Beatbox Betty. And Beatbox Betty was like a head of hopper. She was drawn really kind of uh, very anatomically incorrect, you know, tiny waist, big <laughs> hips. Um, she always had a martini in her hand. She had a big like beehive hairdo. So like me, so much like my... <laughs> So looked exactly like me. No, uh, complete opposite. But I wrote through her. And so I could be really honest and funny. And uh, young people would not get the humor, the, the adulty humor, but adults would get it. So I, it was great training ground for me to write for nine, age nine to 90, right? Because that's what AOL says. Mm. They're like, you need to write for everybody. And it's like, okay. Oh, wow. But um, I did that for a, a, a little over a year, I think. And it was great. I was going to uh, premieres and and um, Hollywood things to get interviews. And like, oh, I was probably in the mid part of that when I was doing that. I was out to dinner with a friend and sitting at a table very close to us was Lily Tomlin and her partner, Jane Wagner. Now, Lily Tomlin to me is like royalty, right? I mean, she is. Oh, I love her. And and I know that Jane does a lot of the writing. I mean, she, Jane is the brain of so mm -hmm. much. And so, but Lily is so talented. And I just was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Lily and Jane are right there. Oh my gosh. And my friend's like, you got to go and say hi, go introduce yourself. I said, fuck, no, I'm not going to go over there. Just, I'm not going to be that person, right? They're eating dinner and I'm going to be that person who comes over and goes, hi, you know, hey, can you sign my autograph? No. So right, right. I said, um, I said, no. And she kept saying, go, go, go. So finally I said, okay, it was that pull, you know, that thing going, you gotta go. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I walked over very <laughs> sheepishly and I, and I'm like, hi, I go, hi, Lily Jane. I just, I don't want to interrupt you. I just wanted to say, I just love your work. I think you're amazing. And I had to come over and just say, you know, thank you for everything that you do. I was like bowing. And they looked up at me and I think it was Jane who said, um, uh, well, oh, thank you very much. And and who are you? And I was like, I didn't know what to say because Christine, I don't know why I just said, oh, well, I'm Christine, but I'm also known as Beatbox Betty. And they both looked at each other and then looked at me and she goes, 
your beatbox Betty? And I thought I was being punked. I was like, oh, are they going to be mean to me? Are they the mean girls? What are they going to say? And Lily said, um, we read your column all the time and we think you're so funny. <gasps> I was like, what? And they said, yeah, we think you are so so nice to meet you. We think you're so funny. Uh, we read all the time on AOL. And I was like, are you, what? So the moral of that long ass story is you never know. You may never yeah. meet that person who is really digging your stuff, your podcast, your videos, your reels, your TikToks, your your blog, whatever. You may never meet them, but it might be somebody that you actually really admire and they admire you. Right. I would. Well, I would love Lily Tomlin to be following me. That would be awesome because I've been a, a huge fan of her since she was. Uh, I think it was in Laughing. Did she was on? It was, yes. She would be in that rocking chair. Yeah. And she was like uh, the little girl. I even did when I was in drama class. I even did the, that skit. My mom made me Edith, the dress Edith, and, and I had the socks. Yeah. Yes. That's who it was. Yes. Yes. Well, that. she's well, that is that is so cool. I uh, yes. You know, well, my husband went to a doctor uh, not too long ago. I think it was like maybe a physical therapist or something like that. And she's like, oh, Zaitwolf. I listened to a, a woman who has a podcast and her name last name is Zaitwolf. And so I was like, OK, I don't know why this doctor is listening to my podcast, <laughs> but, you know, so you just never know. <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. And I'll say, too, with with Lily and Jane, and because I've met them on several occasions after that, um, when I worked at a radio station and they came, they were and they they both are extremely they are as cool as you think they are progressive as hell. Like, I mean, so with it and so generous and kind. And, uh, you know, that's that's a rarity in Hollywood, too, because you know what? A lot of them are not. <laughs> it's, Hollywood is like a weird Black Mirror movie type thing. Like, you know, it's it's oh, odd. Man. It's odd because it's so much money. And anyway, OK, OK, we're getting diverted now. So um, so tell tell our audience a little bit about what you enjoy creating. Maybe it'll spark some uh, um, imagination in our audience as well. But so you're you're. Uh, bread and butter are is uh, as an accountant uh, doing taxes and financial stuff. But talk about the different um, outlets that you use to connect with your audience and to um, to help business owners, especially entrepreneurs. Yeah, well, I am a creative spirit. So as a child, I was a clown duo with my mother. We were hokey and pokey and you cannot take the clown out of me. I've been doing it since I was Two and a half. Now, I don't wear the white makeup and the, the red nose or anything like that, but I'm still a clown. I love to infuse comedy as much as, you know, I think I'm funny. But, you know, so I, I try to infuse comedy into things. I try to make things fun. Uh, you can't see me unless you're watching the video. But like I wear like like if I, I have my that. meetups and stuff, I've got a hat that says party on it because I like to bring the party to a business because, you know, when we are working so hard on our business we sometimes forget that it, we're doing this because we want to have a better life we want to have fun if we wanted to just have a job we'd go get a job right so we've got to we got to have fun in our business so i try to bring that fun out 
And if you see me on social media, you'll probably see that it's pretty, you know, I like to bring out the fun. So I, I exude that. So when I go to speak, I you know, try to, I bring props. I like, you know, like I talk about, I uh, like the count I've got here. I've got to put, if you're not seeing the video, I've got the count from Sesame Street. And like, so I talk about one, two, three, counting your numbers, you know, so uh, those sorts of things. So um, when I first started my business, I kind of hid from all of that. Uh, you know, I tried to be the quintessential accountant, whatever, you know, and my website was, you know, kind of plain and I didn't really embrace all of the me in there until a client that was a marketer said like, you have something there. You should really double down on who you are. And so I started to let my freak flag fly. And so, <laughs> so I tried to bring it out everywhere. So um, it's on my website, it's in my social media. And um, as far as like me getting out there, I love to go, uh, go on other people's podcasts. I have my own podcast. I have made speaking, um, I, I create my own speaking events. I've gone, gone on summits, that sort of thing. So I try to be out there as vis visible as possible so people can see who I am because I'm not just like, the the regular bean counter if you want to call it like that right exactly well and you and you're, you're memorable you know that's the thing you're memorable and you're and you're as 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 one does you know scrolling through social media when you find somebody who's original and who is um unapologetically themselves it is refreshing <laughs> and it's like wait a second wait who, who's this person that's why i was i was like stopped i was like what, what? This is someone that I want to know. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even know what she does. I was like, I don't even care. I don't even know what she does. I don't even care what she does. I just want to know this person. So, <laughs> well, and you know, because I am me and like I look wacky and all that stuff, and it, it is truly me. Like I, I used to be a punk, I was a goth, you know, and then like I said, I was a clown and all those things. So I'm all those things, and I am just being myself. I'm not trying to like create a character or whatever, although I love costumes. But um, but it also helps my clients feel like they can be themselves, which is, you know, I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs and, you know, as females, we're kind of like, you know, we're expected to act a certain way. And, you know, and um, especially like if you're from like a, a, from some sort of culture or something that's like where women are supposed to be more timid and all of that. And so I help I, I like to, you know, I'm, I mean, I've had clients tell me this, that I've inspired them to be themselves, be more bold, be out there yeah. and do their thing. Cause a lot, you, you know, we have to get out there in social media. That's just part of marketing these days. Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to get on video or do things on camera, but I'm, you know, just be yourself. People are not good. Yeah. And, and what I tell my clients, because especially the ones that are af afraid of being on video, I said, um, one of the best things that you can do is be on video because people can see and look into your eyes and they can see your facial expressions and they can immediately get a feeling for you. Um, and I do love the, I love the art of, of audio. I love, I've been, I was in radio for 20 plus years. And so for many years, I, I stayed, I shied away from video because I was so used to hiding behind the microphone. So it was just, mm, I mean, I could be yeah. in a studio in my pajamas you know, with, with baseball cap on and sunglasses. And it was, you know, it was awesome because <laughs> like it just be whatever. But uh, 
And it was very intimate art form, radio and podcasting, because you're only listening to the voice. And so you're feeling and you're imagining what that person may look like or, you know, you don't know what they look like. So the judgment aspect is 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 less. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're not saying, why does she wear those red glasses or how come her hair is so short or what about those tattoos or whatever? With radio and podcasting, you don't have that. So with video, it's that thing of, oh, I might be judged. Mm-hmm. And what I tell my clients is that you don't. Uh, don't think about those people that are going to judge you and don't judge yourself, which is mostly what we do. We judge ourselves. Mm-hmm. My nose is too big. My, you know, don't judge yourself. Think about the people that you serve. So in other words, if you, if you're helping, you know, young people with mental health, think about that young person who needs you, who needs to yeah. see you. Or if you're, if you're a life coach and you help people, you know, get through anxiety and stress or whatever, Think about your client or potential client who's there, who's waiting for you and you're not showing up. Think about yeah. that as opposed to, oh, you know, did I wear the right dress? You know, come on. So it does right, help. Right, because it, yeah, it helps put your ego aside because really you're showing up for them. It's not about you at all. And really in business, that's what it is, right? It's really about our clients and us helping our clients and uh, whatever pain point they might have, we're trying to solve that for them. And it's not about us. It's about them. So it's, it yeah. should always get up be. there and get on video. Get over yourself. Get over <laughs> yourself. <laughs> get on video. Start making those reels. Start making those TikToks. And um, and if you get the opportunity, if you and if you've been if this has been a pull for you to create your own podcast um, and, and and get on YouTube and do the videos, Hello, you're listening to someone that can help you get there. So it's not a scary thing. There's a little tiny little bit of technical thing that you need to know. But when you have someone who can guide you through it, um, it makes it so much easier. And I my trademark and I know this is with Heather is that um, when I work with people on creating a podcast or YouTube channel or whatever we're creating, I make sure that it's simple, easy and fun. If it's simple, easy, and fun, you your learning um, capabilities are enhanced, and so mm-hmm. you it absorbs you you learn easier, and it's fun, so you have enjoyment with it, and then you can create and you create and you create and you create more, better, bigger, whatever. Um, but if it's hard and technical and scary, people don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do that, right? So um, that's my teaching style a little bit. What about you? What about you? Yeah. You know, a lot of it is breaking through our fears and sometimes our fears are, you know, people have a huge fear about speaking in public. Right. So, I mean, yeah. that's like a huge hurdle, like, oh, I'm, OK, now being on video. So I, I like to think about like, OK, tackle your fears and, and baby steps and, and then celebrate those. So I as much as I love to be a clown and be funny and all that. I was not putting myself on video because there was just something about it. Like it was always going to be up there, you know? And (laughs) (laughs) and so I gave myself a challenge of going live for, I think it was like 41 days in a row. And by day three, I was like, Hey, you know, I didn't even care about the camera anymore. So sometimes it's just taking these little leaps, you know, and, and just trying things. And we're never going to get to the next level if we don't step into our fears. So, yes, it can be scary, but have fun with it. So make it fun. 
And yes. and if I've you got- have an accountability buddy or someone else that's maybe doing something. So if you are doing a challenge and you feel like you can't do it yourself, get somebody else. You have a coach like you or somebody where that you can have where you feel like if you t- stumble, someone's got got you your back, you know. So but get out there and just try it. It's and the thing is, is that we all think that everyone is looking at us, but they're not. There are so many other things going on that no, they're going to forget, you know. So. <laughs> well, hopefully they try. won't forget you. Hopefully they won't forget you too, too quickly. But but the thing is, too, is that is that don't worry about being perfect because, exactly. number one, there's no such thing. But also you don't learn and grow just by trying to be perfect all the time because you won't try things. That's the thing. The first time I did a reel or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it was a reel. Oh, the first time I did it, I was like, Oh, that's crap. That's, that's horrible. Well, I, I felt uncomfortable and I didn't know how to edit it. I didn't know anything, but I just kept at it. I kept at it. And for me, like for me, it's just, it's a fun, it's sort of like a hobby. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't use mine necessarily to I don't I'm not a I'm not pitching a business all the time. Um, I use mine just because I, it's fun and I, I like to have fun. So I do that. But the the idea is that if you don't try something and if it feels uncomfortable, that's OK. Work through the uncomfortableness because your breakthrough is going to be you try, you fall, you try, you fall, you scrape your knee. Okay. You get back up, you try again and you go, you know what, this time I'm not going to do, you know, this, uh, X, Y, Z this time I'm going to do this. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. Right. You, if you first time you fell off your bike, you just threw the bike in the garage and said, screw that. You would never have traveled anywhere as a child. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I was afraid of cats growing up and my husband, he really wanted to have a cat. And I was like, no. And we got a cat and he brought it home. And I was like, you're taking care of it. But then I started playing with the cat with the little toys and stuff, fell in love, became a crazy cat lady. So you just never know. <laughs> you never know. Tell us a little bit about, um, cause I want people to uh, check out your podcast and all the good stuff. I'll make sure that I have links in the show notes uh, to your website. Your website is getradbiz.com. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will put that in the show notes, but talk about your, what's the name of your podcast? It's called get radical with your business. There you go. there, (laughs) There you go. So I want people to get radical with their business. And it used to be called get the balance, right? I recently changed it. So, uh, People, I'm a Libra, so, you know, and I'm an accountant. Balance made sense to me, but some people thought it was a yoga program. So uh, I-, <laughs> I think radical is 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 perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I used to do radical cheerleading at um, at uh, I would go to um, it was for animal rights. So I would go to different events and we would had we had pom poms and we do cheers and stuff. And so we were the radical cheerleaders for animal rights. So. That was already a part of me. So um, the radical business. And plus, I'm a, I was born in the late 60s. So I grew up in the 80s where it was like radical. So it all, it all makes sense to me. I got you. I got you. While we're on the uh, on the podcast um, conversation, um, do you have what I would like because I can say it all day long to people about the importance of using a, a podcast as a marketing tool to promote your business, just like a best selling, just like a book. 
right? If you've written a book or especially if it's a bestseller, it's a great marketing tool, a business tool. But can you talk about that, about with podcasting, um, the importance of that? Because it sounds, if it comes from you, they'll listen. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> if you if you can talk about that, because I, I know it's really important and it's one of the best ways to spend a couple bucks. But can you talk about that? Oh, of course. Podcasting changed my life. So I had a coach that was like, you should be on podcasts. And I'm like, I don't know any podcasters. So I was like, I guess I'll just start a podcast. And after starting a podcast, you start meeting more people and more people. And, you know, yes, you could say it's about downloads and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it was a great networking tool. And it brought people into my life I would have never met. It opens up doors. It allows you to um, expand your network. I mean, here you are in Australia and we're talking. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, it's so cool. I I mean, if you are afraid of podcasting, don't be. I mean, it it's such a great medium. And the people in podcasting are so giving and so nice. And, and it's not non-judgmental. I mean, it's a great. I mean, I used to love Toastmasters and being a Toastmasters podcasting. Sorry, Toastmasters, way better. <laughs> it will really help you develop your skills, talking on the microphone, chatting with people, asking questions. It's great to get to know people that could possibly be your clients in the future or your, your referral partners. I mean, it, it will open up doors for where you're going to speak on stages because speaking is like a great way to grow your business. So, and podcasting can be part of that. So it's, tremendous. I mean, I can't say enough about podcasting and I love podcasting and I love to go to podcasting conferences too, because they're like the funnest people. The cool I people. Know. I, know. <laughs> I know. And you know, another thing is, is that people don't think about uh, is that with a podcast, you can utilize those episodes. You can repurpose those episodes. So well, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. You can repurpose your content. And I, uh, when I coach, I never just do the audio podcast. I always do the video um, we record in video and then we edit that. And then you have an audio version of your podcast and the video version because hello, video is king and queen. And you can put it up on YouTube and cut it up into shorts and TikToks and all that stuff. But you repurpose those episodes. So you are building your empire, so to speak, by um, possibly having chapters in a book that you don't have to write from scratch. You've got all this content that you can take and repurpose it into chapters in a book or modules in a course if you want exactly. to create a course, right? Um, I was I have um, the micro podcast on podcasting and it's each episode is five minutes or less. And so it's also not some big, huge thing that you have to undertake. It can be small, bite-sized, you know, motivational uh, episodes or inspirational episodes or steps or tips. It does not have to be this overblown hard thing in your life. And it is such a great marketing tool, like you said, and you get to meet cool people. I just, I got to meet yeah. Heather Zeitzwolf. Hello. <laughs> How much cooler and, can you, you know, get? It's also great. You can have people that are like authors come on your show. You can, you can, you can talk to coaches that probably, you know, charge like several thousand dollars an hour and you can have an, a conversation with them for free. You know, I mean, it's like, it's amazing. I mean, that it's just, I mean, it's such a cool platform. And uh, yeah, the repurposing thing is great. It also makes it so that, you know, if you're somebody that maybe procrastinates about doing things, 
It keeps you on a schedule. It keeps yeah. you like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. It gives you some topic that you can actually talk about, you know, to promote yourself. And then you could make a blog out of that and then social posts. And, you know, so it gives you, it gives you more content. I mean, and like you said, then you can repurpose it later on. And it's, yeah, it's, it's probably like one of the best ways and it doesn't cost that much. I mean, it doesn't. And that's the thing is it's so ridiculous. You, you know, back in the old days when you had to do, we're trying to do advertising, putting out a full page ad in a newspaper would cost you an arm and leg. If you wanted to do anything on radio or, or television, it, it, un, you couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. And now we are our own self-publishing machines where we can, and it's the sky's the limit. It's what you put into it. But once you set it up and once you have the baby going, you, there's very little cost involved and you're reaching, you know, you're reaching out to the audience saying, this is who I am. This is what I do. Just don't make it an infomercial. Don't make it all about oh, you because yeah. I'll turn you off so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also it gives you a platform to show your expertise as well. So, you know, yes. you're giving yeah. you're giving value to the audience. They're seeing like how you work. Maybe you have somebody on that. Maybe you do a coaching session with them or it gives. I mean, there's so many different varieties of ways that you can utilize a podcast um, with your audience. And like I said, you can do little, little sound bites. And I, I did one recently about um, using AI with your podcast. And so I just contacted all these people I knew and they gave me little voice recordings and I put it all together and made a podcast out of it. And it was great because then I got other people involved with it too. And, and that always makes people feel, you know, happy to be included in something like that. So yeah, I, I lo love, love podcasting. Well, <laughs> podcasting loves you. <laughs> Heather. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you forever and ever, but we got to wrap up the show now. And I don't know um, when I'll see you again. Well, well, well <laughs> I feel like you're, you're like my soul sister. So, um, so definitely, you know what, Donna, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> you never you, know what I'm going to show up with. You never know. You are fun. I love you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> Heather Zeitzwolf um, has been my guest today, the radical profit fairy. You can find more information at getradbiz.com. Check it out and um, check out the podcast. Uh, the podcast name again is Get Radical with Your Business. There we go. Get Radical with Your Business. I'll put a link in the show notes. And as always, make sure you check out the show notes because I will also put a link uh, to the official website for this podcast, out of the box with Christine.com. And if you want more information about the programs that I do, if you're interested in finally saying, yes, I will create a podcast, it doesn't matter where you are on the planet, I can. Uh, get your podcast up and running in 30 days or less with a YouTube channel companion as well. And it's fun. It's easy. And we have a blast. And if you want more information about that, you can go to how do I create a podcast.com clever. How do I create a podcast.com is the website to check it out. And if you want to just learn more about me and all the stuff that I've done, go to christineblasdale.com. Lots of links, lots of websites, but all of that will be in the show notes so you don't have to remember a thing. All right. Thank you, Heather, again, for joining me today. And thank you, beautiful listeners and viewers. If you are listening to the podcast and you're like, gosh, darn, I wish I could see Heather and Christine, check us out on YouTube. There'll be a link in the show notes for the YouTube channel as well. But make sure you like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all those things. And you can see Heather right now with her dollar uh, 
uh, eyeglasses. She's got little dollar signs on her glasses. <laughs> but you can check out all of that good stuff at the YouTube channel. And uh, thank you again for being with me. And as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now. <laughs>